Tis July's immortal fourth. May all fountains run wine today. <laughs> are these sayings I should know? That's, or are these that's, that's Moby Dick. Original. He's talking about stabbing a whale. He says, uh, uh, "Tis July's immortal fourth. May all fountains run wine today." Meaning, I hope we stab a whale and it <laughs> shoots blood up. Oh, oh yeah. wine! He calls that wine. Yeah, that's exciting. May all fountains <laughs> run wine today. When was that book written? Eighteen fifties, eighteen sixties. Yeah. Okay, so this was after 1776. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> way after. 1850 yeah. was after 1776. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe my voice slowed down there for a second to like, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could, your voice could have just slowed down because you're like, this is dumb. What I'm yeah. saying is dumb. Damn. And I can't stop myself. Yeah. I can't put the barrier down. All options are dumb, though. <laughs> I can't lock the gates right now. <laughs> you know, it's cool. I was thinking I might have to edit that out because I'd be wrong about the date. 1851, hot damn. Wow, that is... <laughs> it's very funny that you think you'd get caught being wrong. <laughs> he thinks it was written in the 1850s, and it was written in the 1840s, yeah. fucking idiot. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was what like, it's either like, it's either like late 1840s or, or like early 1850s. Pre-Civil <laughs> War. What are your guys' July 4th plans? Oh, you're looking at it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't see a grill in that room, so I don't think that's true. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go hit up, yeah, hit up, the, hit up the patio. Uh, sure. Do, do some grilling. Go all the way downstairs. <laughs> yeah, I got some hot links. Uh, got some, some My favorite. Far West Meat Co. hot links uh, in the big <laughs> box. Uh, and then... Uh, yeah, and then I guess I'm going to go to the store and get a steak or chicken or something. I don't know. I haven't really thought about this. Okay, sure. It's That's gonna, fine. It's going to play it by ear once I get to the Kroger. <laughs> and will there be... Is Are there fireworks displays happening in Los Angeles? No, they closed the no, beaches. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I what saying, about Dodgers? Dodger Stadium? No, too many. Um, <laughs> well, that's the that's the testing site now. <laughs> They're gonna light the COVID tests. On <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fling them into the air. Yeah. You <laughs> there can, you go. Happy New it, Year. Whatever. It's a free fireworks show, <laughs> but you're only allowed to see it if you're in line for COVID testing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's that's cool i guess you guys i haven't looked at the the numbers lately but you guys still have it bad i think oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. we we uh i think uh as far as like big cities go led the country in a spike uh, a couple days ago congratulations yeah so we did it it's the worst it's nice, ever been nice here right to, now yeah that's really exciting yeah. um yeah, uh, it's okay here, but the numbers are going up-ish, but it's like 70 a day, which isn't good, but yeah. not like, it's not, you know, Wait, our population is so much smaller. Just 70? Like seven zero? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. 70 cases a day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, this is the highest it's been since April, uh-huh. but uh-huh. so it like is generally going up, but it's not quite as scary as it is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think our riverfront fireworks thing got canceled. Yeah. Um, but then like, I mean, you go a few miles in any direction and you're no longer in new Orleans. You're in Louisiana. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> well, very similar, very similar different. to here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, I know like the next city over is, is just, they're like, yeah, I don't know. We're fine. Um, we're going to, 
the the crazy picture that I saw was yesterday. Uh, Garcetti closed the beaches, which first of all I think is very like it's it's hilarious just because I I honestly think Jaws has made it so easy for mayors to close beaches because they don't want to get memed on. <laughs> like, because <laughs> it's like you kind of I mean, have to. Generally, mayors yeah. don't want to get memed on. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, well, he closed the beaches for 4th of July and they only announced it, you know, like three, four days ago. So it was kind of sprung on everybody, which in Very my opinion, cool. they should have announced it in June because they knew this shit wasn't going to be better, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but instead, they decided to open the bars for a weekend and see what happens. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and what happens is everybody got the disease. Yes. Yes. Uh, so they closed the beaches. And then the next like picture I saw on Twitter was somebody took a picture of the five and because San Diego, I don't think, closed their beaches. So the five southbound is back to normal in terms of traffic because everybody is oh going God. to Orange County and San Diego, and then there is zero people heading north. Uh, oh <laughs> because they all go down God. there and then die, and there's no one to come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll, they won't be back at all. <laughs> yeah. They won't go down there and contract a horrible contagion and then come back and spread it around. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's like everybody, I don't know. But oh, the yeah. northern beaches are like Ventura County is all is closed. Oh, as but well? there's pores up there. They're not going to Port Wainimi. That's where the laborers go to the beach. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's where the migrant workers live because they have to pick the strawberries. Right, um, right. So no, I, I genuinely yeah. think everybody just went down there because that's you to know. the rich guy beaches yeah totally i mean those northern beaches are so pretty so yeah whatever shit. um i mean you could go to san simeon <laughs> <laughs> the hearst castle beach yeah um, yeah interesting okay well yeah you're looking at my plans as well hell um, yeah we don't own a grill so we'll make hot dogs somehow Hell um, yeah. We'll find a way. Get, Life finds a way, you know. Get them get them uh, bo- get them boiling dogs go. Make a <laughs> make a, a Chicago, Chicago style hot dog. That's uh that's the jam if you can only boil them. Or I mean we have a we have frying pans and stuff, so like oh, okay. <laughs> we could go we could go bacon wrapped. Uh, yeah, you know, Ooh, frying pan. yeah. That's kind of my traditional uh, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know, my, yeah. my my homeland. Sure. <laughs> um, the food of your ancestors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood Boulevard is whatever <laughs> yeah. you mean by that. Yes. Um uh, okay, well hey, uh why not intro the show? <laughs> um welcome to What Did You Learn with Luke and Monica. I'm Monica Scott. Oh, is that? Oh, it's a Green Hornet. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even pick guys, a bad song this time. It's just a fun one. Yeah. I, I wish that. Um, I wish that we were releasing video of you guys just ha- like big open mouth smile head popping. <laughs> <laughs> did did Hank did Hank Mank do the do the uh uh. Uh, Green Hornet theme. I gotta check on that. Uh, Al, Hurt. This- Al Hurt. Al Hurt. Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, a proud son of New Orleans, I believe. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever? Uh, oh, that's Luke. Our guest yeah. is oh, Rupert. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I genuinely uh, forget every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're 
doing a little task. Yeah. Um, it is it is easier. We're doing it FaceTime style this time rather than we've done it phone call style the last few times. It is easier for me to sit through that part that, again, I cannot hear um, <laughs> at all. Uh, it's easier to sit through that part when I can see you guys. <laughs> um um, have you that guys, is the goal guys... of most of my bits is just make it hard to sit through. <laughs> Al, Al, Al Hurt, by the way, that musician, I just looked him up. Uh, it says his nicknames included Jumbo and the Round Mound of Sound. <laughs> so he's a port, portly gentleman. That's a very... It's mean. That's mean, but... It's also pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> that was Charles Barkley, the round mound of rebounds. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's because he's bald, though, right? Well, yeah. I guess he wasn't fat when he was playing, but he has become later in life. Yeah, yeah sure, yeah. sure. Sure. As most of us do. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's fun. Okay. Um, I- I'm so... I'm so interested in now the history of calling people around mound. I know. (laughs) Uh, I'm a little distracted, but uh, so we watched. um, (laughs) It's kind of it's racing through my brain. Yeah, they called Um, John Adams his rotundity. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, because John Adams started a big fight in the Senate. Speaking of July 4th, he started a big fight in the Senate uh, about what to call George Washington. And because he literally wanted them to call him his majesty. And everybody was like, we just got <laughs> done with that. We're not doing that. <laughs> and so they settled on Mr. President, which is what we still call the president. Uh, but John Adams, uh, everybody was just dunking on him and they called him his rotundity. <laughs> called Because he was a little fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> they were mean. Uh, <laughs> they were mean. Yeah, yeah, they were mean. <laughs> you know, we don't talk about how the founding fathers were actually quite mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, we watched the thirty for thirty on Bruce Lee. It's called Be Water. Um, I have no idea how to advise you how to watch this, dear listener. Um, so. <laughs> ESPN on demand, I'd imagine. Yeah, that's the yeah, one place I, I know so. it is. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, I I had I had to get Luke's help in watching yeah. it because I don't know how to access ESPN. This is the first. <laughs> yep. This was my first thirty for thirty. I've never seen one before. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh man. So they got some I do good wonder I feel like in this conversation I'm gonna have questions about thirty for thirties in general. <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah, there are some there's some incredible ones. I, I have definitely not seen all of them, but no, uh, I've really only seen a few. Man, the uh I, I I mean I think as a person who grew up in Auburn, they nailed the Auburn, Alabama one perfect oh, really? perfectly like yeah, speaking to charles barkley he's oh man he's such a, he's being such a catty bitch in that <laughs> in that uh in that documentary and i yeah, love that's it that's kind of his thing it's now. so <laughs> funny dude you know yeah. do, do they um always have i guess i do have this question about them is it always this kind of like format of like voiceover over photos and archival footage no they, it depends on the director so, so the, it's like it's sort of like a movie based on the director rather than yeah i think well it, it i guess it, it kind of depends on the director or the subject I, if i'm not mistaken yeah. the original concept was 
they made what was it 30 documentaries and they were going to show them over the course of 30 days or something something like that yeah and, and now it's just become the label that they do yeah. their documentaries under but the original oh really yeah, yeah. but the like okay. the the original idea was we'll sort of approach like 30 sort of interesting filmmakers and have them make you know sh- short kind of digestible documentaries about their favorite sports moments or you know whatever yeah. i think they were originally like the length of an episode of tv like 42 minutes or yeah whatever. 48 that, minutes. that was my other question was yeah. i was like is this are they always 90 minutes long i thought <laughs> i i guess i assumed they'd be 30 minutes because they said yeah. twice in the title. but I, yeah. that was all that was yeah. all that was based on well like i, I think that michael jordan 10-part documentary was also a 30 for 30 it was yeah, yeah. well oj the maiden america yeah oj was and eight parts i think yeah so that's like 10 oh, hours wow. or eight hours yeah. yeah yeah the oj one is incredible i, I haven't st- seen that one. i still haven't watched the michael jordan one but i'm i want to yeah um, the oj one is like on hulu and stuff now i think too isn't it or netflix or one of oh, those uh yeah i forgot what because yeah. i feel like it got packaged as like a you know yeah sell to streaming platforms type of thing yeah yeah i think that, that sounds right i i I watched it uh, once on, yeah, again, I got a friend's login and got onto ESPN's, uh, uh, what do they call their streaming service? ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus, yeah. yeah, I got onto that and watched it whenever it came out, but uh, I haven't seen it since, but I'd love to watch it again because it was... The, the they OJ call thing. it the same thing as Disney. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's owned by Disney, yeah. so <laughs> makes yeah. sense. Yeah. The, but yeah, the OJ one was interesting because it was... Uh, you know the the stuff because obviously like the thing i'm familiar with is the murders and the true crime kind of you know and the court yeah. case and all that stuff it was really interesting watching not only the stuff about his like actual football career which which is mm-hmm. you know he was obviously incredible but the stuff that really got me was that i barely knew anything about was the second uh crime the thing he actually got arrested for uh and went to jail for the the robbery was so crazy oh, yeah. Like that, I don't know anything yeah, about I that. Anything I guess I that. should watch this also. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's hilarious. Basically, they were, the Goldmans won the civil suit, so they were going to take all his shit. So he gave a bunch of his memorabilia to a friend, and he was like, "I'm quote, I, I'm winky face giving you this." You know, it's a gift. It's wink. a gift, which really was just so they couldn't seize that that asset from him. And mm-hmm. his friend held on to it, and he'd just been holding on to all like his Heisman Trophy and all of his stuff. And then it got to a certain point where his friend was kind of hard up for money, and he was like, well, <laughs> technically this is mine, bitch. You can't do anything about it. So he started selling it off, and then that's when OJ got a gun and, and came back to get his shit back. Uh, and that's when OJ got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he upgraded cool. from a knife to a gun. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's not a line in a Johnny Cash song. um that's interesting okay so this was like this one because this one was all except for the very end where they show yeah where are they now faces yeah (laughs) i i i was surprised at that because i figured they'd have kareem on camera the whole time that's that's who i really wanted to hear from uh yeah so but yeah that was i mean it was cool that obviously they got him in there but uh yeah I assume they don't want to pull too much focus by just being like, hey, here's more Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) I've seen Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the flesh, by the way. Uh, I was was doing a tour, uh, and I was taking a group to the Chinese theater, and they were having a... 
uh, uh, handprint ceremony for Quincy Jones. Oh. And, oh, wow. and it was, it was so badass because we pulled up and I was, you know, I was with this group from Australia. I remember when we park and I walk across the street, I'm like, yo, we're about to see some famous people. And as soon as we start crossing the street, you know, Kareem is what seven foot even if, if he's an inch. Yeah. Yeah. Easily, and, yeah. And you could just see the, <laughs> you could see him sticking up way the hell above the crowd. And I was like, well, that literally can't be anyone else. That has to be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> but yeah, he was out there. Rashida Jones, obviously. Uh, and then uh, Snoop Dogg. Those were the, those were the speakers. So it was Quincy. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, yeah uh, Kareem, Snoop Dogg, and Rashida Jones were the, the three people speaking for Quincy. So. Uh, and was your, um, your city council member Mitch O'Farrell there? Oh, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> That's like a funny, that's like a thing about Mitch O'Farrell is that he doesn't show up to like um, real municipal stuff, but he, he shows up to every single like <laughs> Hollywood Walk of Fame event. Oh my God. that's his district. <laughs> and the man Spain. loves celebrities. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just you, a little local LA politics. Yeah. Did you guys know uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a staff writer on the reboot of Veronica Mars? What? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, what? No. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he sure was. I mean, that's... Why? Is he a writer? I don't know. I mean, I guess he's always kind of had this Hollywood connection in sure. a way where he like acted in Airplane and he was in like Bruce Lee movies and stuff. He used like, to be on Colbert all the time. Yeah. But yeah. like really? as a writer, I guess, I don't He might be a great writer. What do I know? You know, but like, yeah, yeah. apparently he wanted to be a writer and they he, hired him on Veronica Mars to be a staff writer. He seems cool as shit. Yeah. And it would be. I bet he has like interesting stories and shit well, to like throw I mean. in and he, be like, at least like yeah. feed a bunch of shit to yeah. people. Probably helpful like, in the room. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, he's like, you know, I mean. And, you know, uh, what they say, the, the straw that stirs the drink, you could just get that guy in there. It's like, yeah. I don't know, here's something out yeah, of left field. give you a bunch of shit. Here's a seven <laughs> foot tall whatever, guy yeah. who has a bajillion championships and yeah. has been all over the world. All right, what do you think? Um, I, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, I panicked for a second and thought it was Jafar, but that's the Disney villain. Um, <laughs> uh <laughs> I also also someone I don't really know anything about. I don't I'm so naive to like most sports information, so I kind of recognize names and like can place that stuff, but I I quite frankly didn't even know I don't in my brain him and Bruce Lee were not contemporaries. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, how old is he?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's he's, he's getting old, up there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I also think in my head I was pushing Bruce Lee kind of like farther back in history than he actually was. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. What year um, did he like die? I, like 70, 73. 73, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I was pushing him back to like the 50s or something. I don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> Which he was, you know, he's doing stuff. Yeah. But... You were a huge fan of his uh, child acting movies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, you just know that's those really, I... really well. Yeah. That's <laughs> the stuff I'm familiar with. Have you guys watched a lot of Bruce Lee or like were you? I have. Uh, the, I've, I've, not a lot, but I've seen the three that I've seen uh, and I really love uh, Way of the Dragon, 
uh, which is the one that uh, culminates in a fight between him and Chuck Norris at the Coliseum in Rome, and he breaks his fucking neck at the end. Oh, fucking off. Awesome. I need awesome. to watch it. <laughs> uh, uh, Enter the Dragon, which is the big studio film, the Warner right. Brothers one. Obviously, that's the that's the classic. That's what most people have seen, if they've seen anything. And, and that's then, the last one, right? The, the last one... Uh, the well, Gates of Death? Well, no, no, no. The Game of Death, yeah, is the la- is technically the last one, but he it's actually incomplete. Uh, oh. So they went back. I think Game of Death finally came out in like I want to say they're like 76, 78, sometime around there, yeah. like a few years after he was dead, because um, he filmed about 100 minutes of the movie, uh, from what I read, and then they got kind of lookalikes, and they kind of, you know, it's it's yeah. not very well, you know, it's it's... It's it's about as well done as Carrie Fisher in Rise of Skywalker, uh, yeah. okay. where you're like, okay, well, I understand the problems that this production was facing, but okay. Yeah. Uh, I get why this looks like this. Yeah, but Game of Death, if nothing else, is worth it to watch the scene between Bruce Lee and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, because they show it for a yeah. second, and just yeah. the proportions are insane. Because yeah. Bruce Lee is such a, you know, compact, you know, wiry, like small guy. And Kareem is just like, has these arms that are just unbelievable and these huge legs and they're, you know, they're fighting and you see like, it's, it's, it's just crazy to watch. You're yeah. like, I'm, I'm here for this. Like, it's, it doesn't matter who you are or if you like martial arts movies or whatever, you're watching this for the same reason you want to watch it, like a, you know, a, a circus show or a train crash or something. You're like. Well, it's I gotta visually, see it. Visually compelling. It's yeah. Visually yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Bruce Lee is, I don't know, like maybe six feet at the most. I don't is know he? if that. Yeah, I doubt I mean, it. I don't know. I, I, I bet to, he's not that. Tall. I bet he's not. I'm saying like, give it. But like, yeah. Kareem is a, you know, I'd yeah. Kareem seems to be about two feet taller, and then just you know, wildly crazy in terms of his proportions when they fight and stuff. But the whole thing is that uh, Kareem's uh, character in the movie is blind. So that's why he's got the sunglasses. And so he's like anticipating his movements and stuff. And that's why he's fighting inside. Or I guess he's not blind, but he's he's like Bono. He's got... glaucoma or whatever something something about the sun fucks him up right so basically the scene is that he's just beating the absolute shit out of bruce lee until bruce lee accidentally hits uh you know it's a it's a japanese pagoda right and so it's got the Mm -hmm. the paper the papyrus walls and he hits the wall and the sunshine comes blasting through and it kind of blinds kareem and then he just starts punching holes in the walls (laughs) and it fucks him up and then he wins uh but yeah it's it's dope i those those are the three i've seen i know fists of fury is supposed to be like the you know the real heads are real into that one that's the one from hong kong and i haven't uh i haven't actually seen fists of fury but highly recommend yeah enter the dragon way of the dragon and then hit up the youtube on the kareem and bruce lee fight because the movies it's a shame it didn't get made because it's it's not entirely unlike the raid redemption where you know he's essentially just going up this tower (laughs) just beating the shit out of people for two hours <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. but well that's i mean in a building well that's what I call, yeah, you're yeah exactly yeah yeah but it, it's arranged i mean it's arranged similar to you know to a video game where it's like each level of this uh yeah. of this tower is you know more and more and more kind of ridiculous uh people that he has to fight i guess that is a fun genre of action yeah movie yeah yeah, well, Snowpiercer is, I guess, kind of that too. Yeah, like a horizontal <laughs> version. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's interesting. What about you, Luke? I've not actually seen a Bruce Lee movie. Oh shit! Yeah, I know. And now I really want to. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, because they seem great. 
Yeah, they definitely uh, seem really fun. I, I mean, I I have never seen one either. Um, I've also uh, I didn't know how like like confident and charming he was. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I really liked. I liked him a lot. I'm a fan. I'm a new yeah. fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm new to the Bruce Lee fandom. Um, yeah, he was so charming. I I love him. <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess what I knew of him was sort of that you know sort of by reputation obviously and that he had a reputation as being like really philosophical kind of uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, gapping or bridging the gaps type guy too um, yeah. and as he's sort of like known as the first mixed martial artist in the way that like they talk about like he combines all the different styles Jeet Kundo and... taking like everything you know taking from Muhammad Ali and all these other people to like incorporate them into his own system yeah 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 um and then the other thing that like I didn't realize until watching this was like like now like looking specifically at Kill Bill like how how much like Bruce Lee homage is like put into that movie? Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Every... yellow suit. The fact that he cast David Carradine and the like the character in the Bruce Lee suit kills David Carradine. Yes, yes. Who took Bruce Lee's role in that kung fu show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't even put that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> David like, Carradine whoa. is the titular Bill of Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, wow, yeah. This the whole thing revolves around Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, uh, interesting for David Carradine. In- it's just interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just interesting to like take that role and do do that and let that. Yeah, well that that's exactly happen. that's exactly when I saw all those movies is because when Kill Bill came out, there was this renewed interest, I guess, in in Bruce yeah. Lee and like kung fu movies and stuff like that. Um, and they started showing. They did a Bruce Lee marathon on AMC back when AMC. You know, before they were Prestige TV, and they just showed movies and stuff, and that's where yeah, that is. That's remember. where I saw because uh, I remember we we sat there and watched uh, Game of Death and uh, um, uh, Way of the Dragon back to back, and that was my oh, first wow. exposure to it. And then I went and sought out Enter the Dragon. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you it, it's it's one of those things where his. Uh, his impact on pop culture has been so kind of subsumed by the culture writ large that like there's things that you'll notice that you're like, Oh shit. He's the, Oh, that's where that comes from. Like the whole thing, like the, the whole thing about like what, what noise do kids make when they're doing, you know, when they're playing around doing martial arts when they go like, like that, that's, that's That's Bruce Lee. Lee. Yeah. 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 That was his whole thing was making those fucking crazy noises to psych people out before he fucking rips their eyes out or whatever. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like they got that str- just something as essential as that you would think like oh so before the late 60s nobody when they were you know doing karate moves made those kind of like screeching noises yeah. until this yeah. until they saw this guy do it um but yeah obviously if you're like a fan of like Wu-Tang uh that their whole shit is all <laughs> like this era right. of of kung fu movies and stuff like that so um it's kind of fun to go back cuz they you know he is in many ways, like the ur text of you know, kind of uh, that that kind of corner of pop culture or whatever. He's he's contributed a lot. I would yeah, I would say. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, even I, I felt like I was feeling that just from watching you know this footage. Like I was like, I, I mean, I recognized the like yellow suit. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, that's funny. I mean, I've never seen that image before. Really? Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, 
so I don't know. I mean, it's just, it was interesting to have the perspective of someone who's never re- like, I, I've not seen a lot of the, I've seen a lot of the, like the hits, I guess. Like I've seen the, the very famous, uh, like dorm poster version of Bruce Lee. You're right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I was vaguely aware, you know, that he was a movie star. I didn't know that he died before he got, actually famous here oh yeah yeah uh i didn't i just i don't know i feel like i was really naive going into this movie (laughs) yeah well he's kind of got the the Jimi hendrix thing of like he was a huge star when he died but then since then it's just gotten you know it got huge like so much bigger yeah Mm -hmm. but he wasn't like the 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 thing he was striving for in western fame i guess right right he hadn't quite achieved yet yeah exactly yeah yeah it seems to have happened like a week after he died yeah they had the the premiere (laughs) god yeah yeah very 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 sad uh and yeah i mean also the circumstances of his death as as they as they're relayed in this movie versus like, I knew that it was kind of mysterious, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. (laughs) But, but I feel like, um, the only other thing after I finished this movie, I listened to the, you must remember this about Bruce and Brandon Lee. Oh God. Yeah. Just to kind of get like out, out another kind of outside context. Yeah. Yeah view widening i feel like the like she talked a lot about how he had like crazy anxiety uh like issues like in the couple of weeks leading up to his death and like had gotten down to 120 pounds yeah yeah uh and that's that's crazy yeah (laughs) so so sad and scary yeah. Um also like he was at that actress's house. That's that's weird. <laughs> Wait, I I have, it's been a minute since I've listened to that uh that episode. What 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 was the uh what was the house that he was well, at? Just, he, he died he died at um I don't remember the, her her name um but he died at an actress's house where they said they were I guess the story is that they're running lines and then that just sort of spun rumors cuz he he was he died taking a nap in her bed. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. And that's she right. gave him like a headache pill that I've never heard of before. Uh-huh. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just in, weird. Yeah, it's just weird. And and the it's the thirty little... for thirty was very delicate with the yeah. context of that because yeah. his family is involved and they, you know, yeah. I feel like it. They were all very. It it, it all felt it. It felt a little like I liked hearing the story and hearing their perspective and i thought it was very beautiful but there is part of me that felt like i feel like i'm not i'm hearing like an incomplete version of of the story right they just kind of like talk just like very briefly of like yeah he could be an asshole sometimes and then they just kind of move on (laughs) which i don't i don't know anything else about like i have heard people say that before but i don't really know what they're talking about when they say that yeah with, Other than just, I guess, general confident man stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's 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 kind of how I read it. It's like, yeah. oh, this is a dude who kind of knows exactly what he wants. Uh, you know, yeah. which is, I guess, yeah. it's like refusing to come out of his trailer and stuff because he wants the script change and that kind of stuff. Like, that's, yeah. yeah. But then, see, I, I feel like 
I mean, again, I'm only comparing it to like one other piece of journalism, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. But the you the you must remember this sort of framed that as like when they were shooting, when they were working on like the final stuff, and he was under all this pressure because you know, he, he was kind of on the precipice of his like huge Western fame. And he kind of like felt like this was like the big turning moment for him. That's when he like went down to a crazy weight and had like crazy anxiety attacks. And that's why he wouldn't come out of his trailer. Yeah. And also she said he's diagnosed with epilepsy. Oh, right. Before this, right. Like two weeks before, before he died, died. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Before the died. Yeah, before the night. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I I, I listened to that whenever it came out. I love that show. It was Um, years and years ago. It was the second season of that show. Yeah. It's in like its ninth or tenth season now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always I just thought that was that was wild, and then obviously like the death of his son too is crazy. Which I also kind of didn't know. I mean, he died when I was a, the crow came out when I was like a little yeah, kid, I like, feel like. 91, so I 92, something like that. Yeah, so I I kind of remember this the story, but I always thought he was. I always thought someone put a bullet in the gun, and that's what killed him. But that's not quite what happened like it was yeah. a, it was a bunch of mistakes yeah yeah exactly yeah the, <laughs> the i think the the blank like what did it like it it actually fired or something it's like a wad well, cutter or something what happened was they had they had live bullets um on the set and they used a live bullet to shoot like an insert of the gun in a separate situation yeah and that live bullet had like you know a lead point to it yeah and uh that lead point got stuck in the gun oh that's what it was shot it that's what it was later like weeks later they load the gun with a blank but that lead point was stuck in there so when the blank shot it still shot Shot the the, point yeah and killed him fucking wild oh man (laughs) so it was just like a series of like you know, non-union, all the, there was like stuff about how like the whole crew was non-union. They were working insane hours. It was an indie production. So like, yeah, you know, they're, they're like, they were all exhausted and no one would notice someone else's mistake. Right. Right. They probably didn't have like an actual like <laughs> firearms expert on yeah. set or anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, ah, let's get the script supervisor to do it. I'm sure they know guns. <laughs> Yeah, I'm it's also, fine. I'm also just now putting together that Brandon Lee, Brandon Lee, yeah, is, is Bruce, Bruce Lee's, Lee's son. son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because then there was like a lot of kind of like cur- cursed family sort of like stuff around oh, yeah. Brandon I, Lee dying. I, I remember the E True Hollywood story. They had a <laughs> they had an E True Hollywood story about the Lee family sure, where the they height t- of journalism. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I watched that. I watched the shit out of that show. That's the, yeah, me too. And uh, <laughs> most remember. most of them are online. You can watch them on YouTube now. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. So like I like the Belushi one. I remember. You know they had, they were good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember my mom talking about Brandon Lee dying and. But my mom really likes ghost stories and like that kind of stuff. So I feel like yeah. the conversation was very centered in like, well, you know, who knows what really happened? Like, <laughs> yeah. it was very mystery based. So, it, I mean, it was interesting to learn the facts of what went down and um, 
how old was Brandon? Uh, let's see. The crow Very came. The, the, young. Yeah, the yeah. crow. The crow came out in 1994, by the way. Uh, and let's see. Get the old Brandon Lee there. So he was goddamn 28. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Jesus. Yeah, that's uh, that's wild. And what's crazy? Barely is, avoided 27 though. Yeah. 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 Well, what was crazy was you know they they had a couple of little interview things with him in in Be Water, yeah. and uh, his his mannerisms are so similar to his dad's. It's 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 really yeah. crazy. Like when he was talking, he's even kind of got the same like the way he sits in a chair and kind of holds his chin up and like he's just got these mm-hmm. weird little quirks where you're like oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah so yeah um yeah so this i've learned a lot about <laughs> <laughs> I had a quick quick cram session on who, what bruce lee's deal was and um yeah i mean the biggest component of this documentary is like how horrible um, Asian American actors were treated. Mm. Oh God, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I guess which, when 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 uh, when I suggested this movie, I wasn't expecting it to be as timely and prescient as it was. <laughs> yeah, holy but shit. like, of course, they always try to do that, and it just is. Like when they, yeah, like when they're talking about it, and they couch it as like you know back in those days like they just cast white people in asian roles and it's like oh yeah no that oh. still exists <laughs> yeah. oh. Oh, bad news about what still happens scar joe yeah <laughs> emma stone is just like turn it off yeah. <laughs> i can't watch this yeah um, i guess I- it's not quite full-on mickey rooney anymore but <laughs> That is also I. I guess I've never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. I really thought I had, but I uh-huh. that they showed that clip, and I was like, I've never Ooh, seen boy. this. This is insane. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. I see why people are very mad about this movie. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> Yikes! They actually. It was funny that yeah we watched this uh, this week is because they just did uh, the most recent episode of the Dollop is about uh, basically the first. Uh, Asian actor in Hollywood, uh, uh, Seshu Hayawaka. It's a Japanese, Japanese actor who very similar to Bruce Lee, like just really, really handsome, good looking dude. And he's in a bunch of silent films. And, uh, but they, it was this, that weird, like racial, uh, hegemony shit where they like, Oh, you can't, you can't kiss anybody on screen. Like God forbid anybody get horny for this (laughs) objectively sexy man. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that was a really, really, you know, it's, it's, it's funny, but yeah, horrifying kind of episode where they, they talk about this guy, uh, in his story, he ended up, uh, going to France, uh, in 1940, uh, just being like, all right, well, I'm going to go to France for a while where they like me. And then of course the Nazis took over like, three months later and he was just <laughs> stuck in france for the whole war he couldn't go oh shit <laughs> so he had pretty shitty luck i think but yeah uh, yeah it was, it was oh interesting yeah well i don't yeah. know that america would have been a great place for him during world war ii either if he was <laughs> japanese yeah i guess that, you, like you guess you kind of want to be canada or mexico yeah. at that point <laughs> probably mexico because i don't even think they thought they fought in the war i'm pretty sure yeah. they were neutral yeah hit up ireland or mexico if you're that guy 
<laughs> great advice great yeah. advice for that guy in world war ii just good advice in general actually i would love to be in ireland or mexico right now <laughs> those both sound yeah. great <laughs> yeah truly mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean what what a timely um <laughs> movie to watch yeah oh yeah because yeah. they talk a lot about like uh the civil rights movement and stuff yeah in it as well yeah and like and all the like model minority stuff yeah and it's so f- it's just it's it's just at this point everything is so fucking gut churning yeah <laughs> every every like i mean as important as it is to like you know, not turn away and watch and stuff. It is like, okay. Another thing about <laughs> yeah, how I guess it's everywhere. We, all, we went through this and yeah. we've done nothing. Yeah. I guess. Cool. I yeah. guess it's good. everywhere and also forever and That's all the great. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't even like, I don't even know what my takeaway. It's hard to have a takeaway when it's still uh, happening and horrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I loved, by the way, uh, when, when they were talking about Kung Fu, and two different people could not remember David Carradine's name. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and they were we cast, like, they were like, uh, oh yeah, we cast." Um, uh, and then it goes to another person who's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, they uh, didn't cast Bruce. They cast it." Uh, uh, and then it was like, Bruce, <laughs> and then it was like Bruce Lee's relative who was like, "Oh yeah, they cast David Carradine." Like he, they, they knew. <laughs> it's so funny like such an intentional decision to keep those in oh yeah yeah Yeah. oh absolutely yeah yeah that director knew what he was doing yeah yeah that was great (laughs) now that's that's something i have never seen actually i've never actually seen kung fu and uh i know my mom likes that show Mm -hmm. because they used to they used to run it on tnt and i remember she would watch it uh but (laughs) yeah for some reason i don't uh i never i never tuned i never really like tuned in but i show a hit oh yeah 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 i think so okay i don't even feel like i've ever seen a clip from it like the footage they were showing of it i was like this is uh, this has not ever crossed my (laughs) radar yeah well they they make you know obviously there's a lot of nods to it in kill bill but you know in kill bill he plays that big ass wooden flute you know which is what Mm -hmm. he's doing in the show the the intro of the show is him walking down the beach playing the big ass flute yeah i mean really in this conversation is making me realize that i don't think i understood anything i saw in kill bill probably (laughs) (laughs) that's what i realized too is like having just picked like the yellow suit and the david carradine out of watching this documentary is like i bet there is so much about bruce lee in this movie (laughs) that i did not get yeah yeah i mean i remember that being the tarantino movie that i don't get yeah i like watched and was like People are excited about yeah. this, but they, I, I don't know. Yeah, Kung, <laughs> I don't know why. Kung Fu ran for uh, three seasons, by the way. Uh-huh. So that's that's pretty good in the in the early seventies. Yeah, man, that is pretty good. Yeah, um, and I wonder if it still is like syndication somewhere. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, well, because like I said, they used to show it on TNT in the nineties. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I've never seen the Green Hornet either. Oh yeah, the Green Hornet, uh, the William Dozier. Uh, that was oh, oh the Green Hornet. That was the other thing that's in Kill Bill is that the the theme song from the Green Hornet. Yes. That's what I knew it from, and then that's what I connected. And this is like, oh, that's another Bruce. Lee oh, thing. you mean the Round Mound of Sounds uh, Green Hornet theme? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the Green Hornet I knew because I they used to show. Uh, Batman and Robin, uh, which was also mm-hmm. produced by William Dozier. So the classic Burt Ward, Adam West, uh, Batman and Robin. Uh, 
the Green Hornet because it was produced by the same people. They were trying to get the Green Hornet over. So the Green Hornet and Kato actually show up in a couple of episodes. Mm. And there's, oh, there's, I wonder w- if I've seen that. Oh, I give it a watch. There is one because here's some other weird shit. They wouldn't let Kato kick Robin's ass. Like there's a scene where Batman and he deserved it. Well, well, no, it's like this hilarious scene where like Batman and the Green Hornet are gonna f- square off, and so obviously Robin and and Kato are gonna yeah. square off. And there is a scene where Bruce fucking Lee and and Burt Ward are like kind of you know squaring up and shit, and they and I'm like. This would be over in two <laughs> yeah. seconds. What? Yeah. But they won't actually let them like really get into it on the on the show because yeah. they got to eventually you know work together and shit like that. But it was just always funny like when Kato and and uh, the Green Hornet show up because you're just like they would Kato by himself would annihilate these two <laughs> idiots. They did. Yeah, there there are two scenes. There was one where they kind of worked together, and then there was also a classic uh, window gag. You know when uh, when Batman and Robin are climbing up the side of a building, and then some celebrity would pop out the window. Yeah, like it would be like it'd be like Jerry Lewis or you know fucking uh, Sammy Davis Jr. or something. The Cato and Green Hornet popped out of the window one time. Um, but that, that's that, fun. Yeah, yeah. So I've never actually seen the TV series, but I I saw the uh, I, I remember them showing up on the, the very special episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was you know what was fucking crazy that they weirdly i mean they they just dropped this like if you know you know kind of a thing in the in the documentary uh the person who got bruce lee in contact with william dozier and got him is is jay sebring the manson murder victim yeah Uh, yeah hairstylist (laughs) to the stars and former uh, boyfriend of sharon tate yeah i really thought they were gonna like say more about how that's weird but they did not yeah no no it was just like yo surprise uh this guy just shows up uh yeah yeah which is that i wonder is that why they have that like weird Bruce Lee character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, that vague connection. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. Yeah, because that, that's oh, what that's yeah. what I was thinking too. I was just like, oh, okay, that. So they actually yeah. knew each other because I knew. Yeah, yeah. The the J C Bring. I know he was like Paul Newman's hair guy. He was Jim Morrison's hair guy. Uh, like he, you Didn't know, so know he, he had a hair guy, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, well, you know, that seems self-maintained. <laughs> well, no, I was gonna say every every dude who has that type of hair, you know, it looks like they just rolled out of bed, but it's actually a very expensive haircut. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, I mean that guy, obviously, you know, he did he did hair for everybody, but it was just it was crazy that he just kind of popped up in that story, like, oh yeah, my friend Jay Sebring actually uh, told uh, William Dozier about Bruce Lee, and you're like, god damn, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's also kind of funny to think about, like, so Jay Sebring was just attending a, a karate exhibition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it was new and hip, you know, yeah. it's it, it, you have to you'd have to imagine. Yeah, it's just like I, I can't really imagine that event like or like the, I, I can't. I'm not picturing that event at all. Like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. There's no equivalent that I can really compare it to now. So I was like, what? Yeah. I mean, I, you'd, you'd have to imagine it would be something like MMA or something where it's like, yeah. or at least, you know, MMA 20 years ago, where I it was guess. like, oh, it's this new kind of hip, you know, thing or whatever. But it was also, it wasn't, it didn't appear to be fights. Matches. Yeah. yeah. It's a, just a demonstration. But, yeah. But it's still, it, you know, it would be so new to people at the time that it would be hip to be there, I think. Yeah. I guess I feel like I wish, I wish demonstrations of skill 
was something that was still like an attendable event. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? Like now we have so much access to seeing people do whatever their skill is online from the comfort of our home yeah yeah well they you know i think well they said in the film you know and, and this is definitely true that bruce lee kind of fit right in with the counterculture because he was this yeah. sort of like eastern you know sort of guru and that, that was absolutely at the time like oh you know people you know the beatles are going to india for months on end and learning to meditate and shit so the the whole culture was like more yeah. give me more so oh, I, I think that totally stands related for to that was one of my favorite bits in the whole thing which was Bruce and his two friends and their girlfriends. It was like an Asian <laughs> couple. Swat. Yeah, it was like an Asian couple and a Hispanic couple, and I don't. It was like a white couple or a black couple. Yeah, and they would all switch when they went out just to piss people off. Yeah, just to fuck with people. Yeah, which is like, yeah, that was very funny. Which is exactly what you do if you're Bruce Lee. If you've got yeah. that level of skill, you're like, I can yeah. kick anybody's ass. Because so that is also <laughs> funny to imagine somebody getting pissed off of. Hey, man, what the fuck are you? And you're Bruce Lee. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. I'm gonna go back to. My my group <laughs> never mind have yeah. fun yeah yeah that's very funny yeah. but also he wasn't was he famous then no it was like when in seattle yeah that was like back oh, in the seattle days fame, yeah. yeah well he was like he'd been in the the hong kong like the, yeah, movie, the kid yeah. movies or whatever but not uh you know he wasn't like well known that was hilarious that he took his g- girlfriend on a date to his own movie <laughs> yeah. that was what a move i know and then it was just like <laughs> yeah what i don't know and, he, and didn't tell her yeah he didn't and tell then her acted like it was normal and she goes is that you and he's like yeah, yeah this was my job when i was a kid yeah <laughs> Hilarious. That's truly a crazy move. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but back then. I don't know. I think you were allowed to do crazy moves. (laughs) Oh no, I think that's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't think I would do that, but uh it is funny, you know. (laughs) It speaks to the man's confidence, that's for sure. Yeah, Yeah. I would say he seemed like the most confident man in the world. I mean, have you seen his abs? Have you seen his abs? Like, even in that screen test, there's just something about, like, the way he would smile and carry himself that I was like, that's crazy. It's crazy to see someone doing, like, I mean, I know he was, like, a child actor, but it's, like, it's hard in your adult life to have those instincts in front of a camera, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does have, uh, like, Justin Timberlake Disney kid energy a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Where you're like, like, okay. He, he, like, knew how to kind of, like, look down and look away and kind of be, like, flirty with the camera. Yeah. It was very amazing to see because I know acting seems like a very easy job if you've never done it, but, like, yeah. The, even the handful of times we did sketches yeah. was like this is hard. This is yeah, hard. It's yeah. hard to act normal. Yeah. God, I, I I had never seen that screen test. I loved that. I thought that was so I loved it. That such was a my cool thing. Part. Yeah. Cuz he was very sweet still, uh-huh. but very kind of like sexy and yeah. like flirty <laughs> yeah yeah well plus they're making him do karate in a, in a little madman suit you know yeah. his little his little tiny tie it's awesome it. yeah it's awesome <laughs> but then when he does it you look at it it's like that's fucking crazy <laughs> yeah like, yeah how fast he is yeah. like yeah that he's so fast he like kicks like all the way like over yeah. his head fucking wild and he's doing and his he's, like, like punches and stuff presenting like. it so like calmly like yeah. oh well yeah, I mean, if you're doing it, like, you would do this, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess you would just do this. It's yeah. like, I can't even see your hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, like, you know, part of, like, the spectacle of, like, him versus Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is, like, both of them are moving in a way that a human body shouldn't. 
Yeah, oh yeah. It's like yeah. you expect a small guy to be fast. You don't expect anyone to be that fast. Right, right. And you like just faster than your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And then with Kareem Abdul Jabbar, you don't expect somebody that big to move with any type of grace at all. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I mean I can't I can't say I mean, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched this, like I can't overstate how just crazy like when they show the pictures of Kareem in the karate class. <laughs> Yeah. And he's twice the size of everyone else. It's just, inc- yeah, it's just incredible, man. <laughs> yeah, I really loved it. I really loved seeing all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I loved his wife seemed really sweet mm-hmm. and nice. Um, and I just hope she's doing okay. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's crazy. I didn't know because they they said that they buried him in Seattle. I wish I'd known that because I I yeah, want to I want to go. That too. I was in Seattle a couple years ago. Like I would have gone and seen his grave. I, I want to go see it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I also didn't know that. I mean, I didn't really know he had any connection to Seattle. He's not someone I associate with Seattle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew I knew the the San Francisco connection. I knew he was born there, um, but uh, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know about the the Seattle stuff. So yeah, because Seattle. I mean, the the his relationship to Seattle seems very kind of like. Formative, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's crazy because you know, speaking of Hendrix, they would have been in Seattle at these, you know, roughly the same time too. It's fucking. It's Love wild. that. Yeah, <laughs> it was a cool place to be at, at one point. It's cool now. <laughs> yeah, you can go to the autonomous. Go zone. to the go to the chop. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, what else should we talk about? In this uh, <laughs> oh, you got some notes. I, 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 I got a couple. Yeah, um, yeah. My my big ones were yeah. They forgot they forgot David Carradine's name and JC Bring. Those were my two mm-hmm. big things. So it hit oh, those. that was great. Um, there was one small thing when I don't remember who says it, uh, but it's when they're talking about uh, what was the movie that came out right when we did Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon, yeah. And they say, like, oh, they closed off Hollywood Boulevard for a dragon parade. And it's like, okay, I get what you're saying. They also close it down for fucking... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, they, they just do it, it for anybody. Yeah, they'll, <laughs> they'll do it at the drop of a hat. Yeah. It they'll fuck up traffic. It be a street. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they, they also closed it down for pixels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they close it down for Josh Gad movies. So. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean... Uh, yeah. But I, well, again, it was you a know, group, they didn't but. know at the time that that was going to become such a frivolous activity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Closing yeah. down Hollywood Boulevard. I think there's like arguments to close it down permanently, make it like a Santa Monica Promenade situation. Mm. It, yeah. It, well, you know what though, and this is very, this is very LA, but I don't care. Uh, low key, Hollywood is the quickest way to get from east to west. Like people don't go that way because they assume because it's so touristy. But truthfully, that's way faster than sunset (laughs) i guess yeah i mean listen i'm gonna i'm gonna take the bait here and have a conversation about where streets are (laughs) (laughs) um i think that it's only applicable if you're going if you need to be like north at all because like i never took i would only take hollywood if i like had to get to the valley or something but (laughs) like 
east to west, I was more of a taking Washington Boulevard person. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Well, that's yeah. way further yeah. south. Yeah. yeah. No, it's I, further south, but it was way faster than yeah. anything else. Yeah. No, I just mean, you know, when I was doing the, uh, <laughs> when, when, you know, work still existed, I usually <laughs> would drop people off at some hotel. If I was dropping them off yeah. in Hollywood, it would be anywhere there. And yeah, yeah like five o'clock in the afternoon. Here's Take, the deal, though. Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood Boulevard <laughs> through Hollywood is way worse than Sunset, but west of that, it's way better than That's Sunset. That's what I mean, yeah. As soon as you get through the bullshit, so, like, take, yeah. If you're going to take one of them, take Sunset through Hollywood... <laughs> Then go up to Hollywood and take that west. Everyone is turning the show off. Now. Everyone's fast forwarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my point it's is, just, don't close it down. We need it. We need yeah. it. But, it's just yeah, it's yeah. just you know I miss I miss uh, it's an experience I don't totally have here. Is like knowing which streets are faster than others and and sneaking yeah. around town. Yeah, yeah. Because because the shitty is the shitty because the city is crescent shaped uh-huh yeah i i get i immediately get lost so often uh-huh. trying, to, <laughs> trying to cut around traffic because i'm like oh this is uh this bent and now i don't know where i am yeah. <laughs> the only other note i really had was when they show uh how much everyone was getting paid for the green hornet and number three on the call sheet is making almost triple what Bruce Lee is making. Number two on I the mean, call sheet. Bruce Lee made $50. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was that was crazy. Right? I think it was 450 but number three got 1100 for whatever this period of time was. Wow. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. I, I feel like I just read the 5-0 and I was like, $50. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah, no, number three made almost triple what he got, though. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, because isn't call sheet math is like you're ranked. You're right. Ranked. You're that's, ranked that's, that's on your ranking. importance. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's. Yeah. I mean, it's, a star. And yeah. You are to the show. Well, it's, it's it's you know it's the same producer and obviously you know same same ideas like yeah like Adam West obviously would be number one and then yeah. uh, and then Burt Ward you know Batman yeah. and then Robin right. Green and Hornet so, and Kato. Right. So, like, they're showing the pay difference between on there between um, whoever was playing Green Hornet. Yeah. And yeah. he was obviously making way more. But then, and then, and then there was Bruce Lee as number two. Yeah. And but then, then number then the three, whoever the fuck number three him. was. Number three, the round was, mound of sound. It was yeah. making <laughs> way more than Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And so sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, just like more kind of like. I mean, it's not. It's probably. It's definitely not healthy to see stuff like that and feel defeated. But I, I that is where I'm at today. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where I'm just like, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, cool. And then so it's also still kind of like that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Although the truth is, you know, if people, you know, I guess, you know, given a long enough timeline, at least he got some justice because if someone mentions the Green Hornet. The only two things that they would be able to say about it would either be Bruce Lee or the uh, huge Seth Rogen flop. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, those are the two things people know about the Green Hornet. So you know he Who played Cato uh, in that one. Oh, good question. Jay Chow. Was... Is that right? Jay Chow. I don't yeah, know I looked who that is. Time. No, I didn't really recognize him for much either. I think he's maybe primarily a musician, singer, songwriter, and then also. Oh. Acts. What a twist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, that's interesting. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking, I do feel like when I was watching the Green Hornet portion of this documentary, I was thinking like, oh man, it's one of those situations where if you have to play this character, it's like big shoes to fill kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know who Jay Chow is. So yeah, I, no, I'm really not familiar. With <laughs> yeah, I just looked him up. Apparently, yeah, he's mostly a musician. Uh, he's a, he's, he's from Taiwan. Yeah. Well, cool. Good for <laughs> yeah, him. So, <laughs> all right. So he did that. That yeah. Fine, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with him doing that, I guess. So, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he did a good job. I don't know. I didn't see the movie. I don't, I don't fucking, know. I maybe he's good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I never. You know what's funny is like I, I never saw that movie uh, and I. I really love uh, Michelle Gondry, you know, like uh, Eternal Sunshine, and you know, is the, that who directed it? Yeah, Michelle Gondry directed it. He, yeah, it was his <laughs> follow crazy. up. It was his follow up to <laughs> Be Kind Rewind, which is like pretty good, actually. Uh, that was. I did not know that. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, that was why I was always when it came out, I was like, hell yeah, this is gonna be great. And then I and, remember the trailer being really fun. Yeah, yeah, but it came out and everybody just shit on it immediately so it kind of like <laughs> took the air out of my balloon and i just never saw it even though yeah, i'm a big fan of his to me too. yeah so i was like yeah, and i just never 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 got the you know the will to go see it but i i wish it, it was sucks. good it sucks that when everyone piles onto something it does like just shut me down like yeah yeah <laughs> to something i was interested in that i'm like oh, i guess it's bad yeah i'm yeah, not yeah. gonna research further <laughs> <laughs> i better just cut it off here <laughs> yeah well that, those were the days before you know movie pass and amc a list and stuff like that now i'm like fuck you i'm a go yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah <laughs> i will see terminator dark fate yeah. if it fucking kills me <laughs> i will see blumhouse's oh, truth or dare i will see slender man i saw them both in theaters <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will and I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, uh wow. Remember movies? Yeah, they were great. Well actually our movie theaters open. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oof. I, I went. I went once. It I, was fine. I'm really worried because I got that the AMC uh, you know, the A-list thing. Stubs. Which, yeah, yeah, the stub oh, yeah. thing. And Here's what I'm worried about is like they suspended payments on that. So because mm-hmm. the, all their theaters are closed, like we're, they're not currently charging me for it. But like, yeah, I don't know if I want to go back anytime soon, even when they reopen. Yeah. And and but if I cancel, they're going to charge me more when I come back. It's a whole it's a whole thing. I don't know. I hate well, it. Maybe- uh, listen, this is very boring. Um, but yeah. maybe, <laughs> maybe there's a freeze option where you can like freeze for six months or something when uh, it comes back. Yeah, I'll and look, then I'll look into see it. see what's happening mm-hmm. in the world. Like, I mean, it is weird. Just in general, like when does I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I feel very crazy about stuff coming back right now. <laughs> yeah, well, because there's it's, something about this holiday is like making me feel insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Celebrating America feels a little weird. But. <laughs> yeah, and like I'll eat I don't some know. Meat anyway. I guess. I guess. It, I guess it's just like, oh wow, like uh, stuff. When is stuff ever coming back? Like we can't even go outside and look at fireworks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it feels yeah. Like feels like the height of like, what did we do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did we fuck this up so bad? <laughs> two years, two years, it'll be back. 
that's insane. That's really, really insane. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm calling. I, I uh, was my, my in March. My guess was now. You know, you, you could actually. Yeah, I think me too. Like, I, I mean, I, I've got I've got it recorded. Like we, we've been doing <laughs> podcasts like three times a week, at least since March. And just for the hell of it, I went back and listened to the first one we did. And I was just like, I was like, I don't know, maybe like Fourth of July. It'll be so it'll be, full it'll of be cool by then. And now I'm like 2022. Yeah, <laughs> straight up 2022. Yeah. yeah. How how. Oh God! What <laughs> round mound of it's sound? Just, it's just truly hard to have any a conversation about anything other than how weird the world is. Right yeah. um, <laughs> uh. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's also just like I don't know. I just don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's too hot here to go outside. Uh-huh. At, oh yeah. All. Yeah. Uh, well, if, if we're so, if, if we're following traditional June gloom uh, patterns, it's about to be hot as f- it's still OK yeah. right now. In like three days, it's going to be 150 degrees because mm-hmm. that's been <laughs> every year for like since I've lived here. I feel like Fourth of July is like, all right, this is the last time where you get to, you know, have a comfortable night's sleep before <laughs> before the sw- the great sweatening. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sweating. Yeah. yeah, very, very cool and exciting yeah. to be trapped at home while mm-hmm. it's 10,000 degrees and outside. You know what I used to do? Because we don't have AC here. I used to go to the fucking movies. It, like, I, yeah. I'd go to the movie oh, at like yeah. one o'clock when it was hot as shit and then maybe sit through two of them. And then that would usually do the trick. But, uh, oh, no, no bueno this year. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I just got to sit and take it. Very cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I had one other well, thing about this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that Bruce Lee trained under uh, Yip Man. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Have you ever seen any of those movies, Monica? No. Oh, check out. Uh, I I haven't seen Beyond I, the first one. I havenven't seen them, but I know they're like oh, the probably the biggest modern kung fu dude, franchise. The first Ip Man is so good. Yeah. It's insanely good. I have not seen Ip Man two through eight or whatever yeah, they're up to four now. Four or five, I think. But, four. Man, that first one is fucking dope. It's yeah. so good. Uh, yeah, highly recommend those Ip Man movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't even know he was a. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like when that's, presented in the movie. It's <laughs> Donnie Yen's big kung fu movie franchise that he does. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, because it, it Man was a real guy. Uh, you know, obviously because he trained Bruce Lee, and he yeah. was uh, he was in. Was he in Manchuria? He was he was in China during the Japanese invasion, like during the during the Nanking uh mm-hmm. uh uh you know, invasion or whatever. And uh yeah, and basically trained a bunch of people and was kind of like a resistance fighter and stuff like that during uh during the Japanese occupation of China. And they made this movie about it where it's just Donnie Yin just <laughs> kicking the shit out of people for yeah. two hours. It's really fun. <laughs> so it's obviously, you know, not not super historically accurate, yeah. but boy, it's really fun to watch. Watch. <laughs> but most fun things are not. No, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a lot more fun than you know the actual events of Nanking. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah historically accurate stuff yeah. is actually not very huge fun. bummer. Yeah. yeah, they turn him into Rambo essentially. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. I mean, historical like revisionism is is uh, pretty enjoyable yeah. and. <laughs> cathartic yeah yeah 
Um, well, I guess we uh, can do our do our three sentences about this movie. Um, uh, Rivers, do you want to go first? They say, uh, <laughs> they say, be water in the film. Be water. I say, be coffee. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, is that yeah. a T-shirt that would, for that would... yes <laughs> for some fucking silver light <laughs> coffee? Uh huh. <laughs> be coffee, my friends. Oh god. <laughs> no, I don't know. It was good. That's a, co- that's a uh, coffee shop opening yeah. up in Chinatown run by some lady who looks like me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is a Bruce Lee statue in Chinatown in L.A., by the way. Oh, yeah. I think I've taken pictures yeah. of it. Yeah. Where is it? Is it in the it's, little town square thing? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, well, the, yeah, it's right. Chinatown Plaza. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's there's the plaza. And in front kinda... of the karaoke bar. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. In front of the karaoke oh, yeah. bar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, um, so, I yeah. love that Chinatown Plaza so much. Um, mm-hmm. It's such a, it's such a. I mean, I'm sure it's maybe probably very insulting to Chinese <laughs> people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although when I lived in Chinatown, it did seem like a lot of like. It seemed like they had like a lot of little clubs that met there. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, el- elderly Chinese people, and it was very sweet to see that. Um, I, I moved out of that neighborhood as fast as I could because I felt like I was gentrifying. Yeah. It. <laughs> I I have always wanted to make a, a t shirt. Uh, of the outside of Fu Chow, where it says like Fu Chow restaurant featured in number one international hit film Rush Hour. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's just got it like says like it, it attributes the movie to Jackie Chan in a way that makes it sound like he directed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've always I remember. Th- I remember seeing that. I've I've always thought it'd be funny to get a T-shirt that same kind of muted green color and just have that <laughs> full text like down the front of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. For people um, who haven't directly been there, there is a restaurant in Chinatown that has exactly that in huge words across yeah, the side of it. Yeah, yeah, it's actually yeah. where they film the scene from Rush Hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just want to let you bigger, know. It's it's bigger than the sign for the restaurant. For the restaurant. Right, right. Yeah. That's why I love it. It takes yeah. up the whole wall in the front. Yeah. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll 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 do my description. Um, it won't be as poetic as Rivers. Um, uh, B Water is, um, the movie where I learned that Bruce Lee was very hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Luke. (laughs) Uh, boy. Okay. Um, that was my first sentence. Uh Um, (laughs) it always is. (laughs) Uh, kung fu guy secretly everywhere in culture you didn't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. You really like get us in the end. Of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I definitely recommend if you're listening to this, seeing this movie. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I absolutely cried for so long. I don't even know quite why. It's just generally <laughs> tragic. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the death, the death, like sneaks up on you. Like you're just like cruising along. You're like, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh, and then he had a migraine. And then the next thing, it's like, oh, and then he's he's dead. That's yeah. it. Yeah, some lady. He was at some lady's house, and he yeah. had a migraine. And then she gave him a, a headache. They just say the name of this headache medicine, and I don't remember the name of it now. Yeah. But I've never heard that word before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So even I was like, 
what it <laughs> yeah there <laughs> what was does she give her? <laughs> there was something like very heath ledger about the the way he died well and then there's like i know a lot of conspiracy theories like spun out around it uh-huh. um like about uh you know i don't know it's all stupid it's like some chinese gang wanted him dead for some inexplicable reason yeah (laughs) and pay this actress to kill him and you know you think it's just like he pushed his body too hard and human brains can just fail suddenly yeah and that sucks oh okay so he took an equagesic is what they say equagesic that's the word and uh yeah it says uh that it is a combination drug of aspirin and mep Muscle yeah, like a yeah for attention, yeah. Uh, yeah for tension headaches basically. So anyway, yeah, because I think that the the muscle relaxer element is like what probably caused his brain problem. Yeah, it says uh, equagesic <sighs> was uh, equagesic was discontinued in the United States possibly because of its toxic profile and more adequate drugs available. So they don't yeah, they don't make cool. It it's just yeah. like fun stuff gets approved all the time that. It, <laughs> can totally kill you. Yeah, it says that apparently he had a, like an allergic reaction to it. Is is what it says Yikes. to the muscle relaxer. So, yeah. ooh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it just sucks. It's just yeah. I feel like uh, there aren't that many maybe famous like deaths, famous person deaths, where it's like just such a sharp reminder of like yeah, brains they can just quit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you get no warning. Yeah. They just are done. Yeah. And then so are you. Yeah. Um, and it's truly one of my biggest fears. Yeah. <laughs> so probably this movie just made me be like, oh my God. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Well. I mean, that just reminds me of sometimes like if I do squats or deadlifts or something really heavy like that. Yeah. I'll, like this, there's this blood vessel behind my ear that like swells up huge and it gets like really painful and then it will like burst and bleed and then heal over. And then I just think, what? like, this is why I don't work out. That's, it's happened Fuck a couple that. times. And then I've thought, like, oh, that's just a blood vessel. I have blood vessels in my brain. Yeah, yeah. Oh that could God. just happen in my brain. Folks, this is why you never work out. <laughs> yeah. Never do exercise. You don't want to know these things about your body. Yeah. Um. What do you mean burst? Like bursts under the skin? No, no. Like it, or it like bleeds it expl- externally. Oh, yeah. no. Whoa, Jesus. Put, put a bandage over your head before yeah. you work out. So that's yeah, that's why I don't really do squats and deadlifts anymore. <laughs> it's probably for the best. Can yeah. you just get it like soldered shut? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I have haven't a tried. Iron yeah. right here. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. Well, that's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Brains are scary. Um. And you know the world is also very scary right now. And I'm you know sorry to every um every actor that didn't get a chance because they were whatever race they were. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. my biggest takeaway yeah. from this yep. is that brains are scary and um, nobody, people just don't get chances and it sucks and mm. it's so sad. Yeah. 
So happy ending to this podcast. Happy Fourth of July. But Bruce Lee made some cool kung fu movies that you can go watch, that's and that's true. pretty cool. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Um, or you know, you can watch those and then watch the thousands of hours of content that it inspired. Yeah. Also cool. Um, yeah. So anyway, Rivers, we want to plug your stuff. Yeah. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Rivers Langley. And you can check out uh, my other podcast, The Goods from the Woods, uh, which is coming out uh, basically every day forever now. <laughs> <laughs> for at least the next two years, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. For next two years. And uh, yeah, get on our uh, get on our Patreon. We just got a bunch of stickers. I'm sending out uh, Got a, yeah, two uh, giant fat ass stacks of envelopes that are going out. Wow. So free stickers. Oh, join that's the, fun. Join the patreon patreon.com slash the good spot <laughs> and luke uh twitter and instagram at luke f jensen cool i'm mighty monica it's monica with a k and um thank you guys so much for listening <laughs>